Welcome to Anyone. This is Tay Tay, and I appreciate y'all. Welcome, welcome. Coming up, I get to sit down with my cousin, Johannes. Um, our conversations lately have been focused on finances, markets, crypto, and a lot of different disagreements in between. Um, we don't come from legacy money, so we're figuring it out on the fly. And you can kind of hear that. Uh, personally, you know, I risk looking like a fucking fool openly talking about something I'm clearly so bad at, but, uh, you know, I don't know shit and I want to know shit. So, you know, it's a process, but, uh, uh, yeah, with that, let's get into the chat with Giannis. So sitting here with Johannes, uh, our families came to this country about the same time back in 92. But uh, yeah, so we're sitting sitting here in uh, the Midwest, Missouri, Kansas City. I'm super proud of you. I feel like you got a nice little spot. Uh, what is it that you do for a living at the moment? I am a motivational speaker. No, I'm playing. <laughs> Watching a lot of Gary Vee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Buy baseball cards. <laughs> no, uh, I'm a, <laughs> I'm actually like, I, I drive a box truck regionally. So, you know, I go over to Kansas, other side of Missouri, kind of within, you know, three, four hours of KC. You know, oh, deliver okay. loads and stuff. How did this get on your radar? And you have to get into a little bit more detail. Okay, no you don't problem. just you don't just drive a boxcar, but go ahead because you own it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I own I own it. Yeah, and more than one or just one? No, just one. Just one. Just one. I don't know now. why I got the sense that you you own more than one, but you you uh, you you recently bought it. And how did this even get on your radar? When did you start thinking about it? Well, I've always heard about the trucking industry. Uh huh. You know, I've always heard about it, but it was just. It was, it, I heard about it like, oh yeah, you can make a lot of money by driving. Because, you know, it was a thing where like, you know, truck drivers would make a hundred grand. That was just what I always thought and heard. From? Just people. Who was doing it or like word people of mouth? who were doing it and. This uh, isn't like Buckeye's brother or anything like that or? Nah, nah, nah. Before him, before he got into it. Uh. Oh, okay. You know, just send my truck driver. I would see them at my job. You know, they'd be like, yeah, it's good. You know, the over the road guys. And so then uh, freaking Amazon blew up one year. And I think it was like 2018 when they first, I'm not going to say they first blew up, but like when I started hearing about people driving for Amazon. Okay. 2018 or 19, I don't know, one of those years. And so uh, people were doing like, local stuff with box trucks instead of semis because i knew about box trucks but i thought only people worked like and used them for like moving you know moving in and out or oh, yeah, yeah you know yeah, yeah stuff like that that's that's really the only use i saw it for uh -huh. but people were like no we do we do loads and uh you know for amazon so they're basically delivering from the amazon warehouse to the post offices so in your, so I'm trying to get in your mind. So like in your mind, this is like a moment when you felt like it was accessible. Cause when you Before. see, a, when you see a big semi, you think there's like, you know, I don't know how you get to that, but like a, a, a box truck, you probably think like, actually I could probably own one of those and I could actually do more than just like, cause I'm not getting a box truck just to help people move. But yeah. if they're actually doing real, like, you know, stuff like legit, like logistical stuff for like businesses or if it's produce and all that kind of stuff, then it's like, actually this might be something I could even. I might think about, but is that, is that maybe what happened or like it just felt accessible to do like actual real trucking? No, I didn't want to do the shit, but this was before that before. Yeah. So before I, I was just, you know, people talking to people and they'd be like, yeah, my cousin does this or whatever, whatever. But that, that year, and this is the year before the pandemic. So it gotta be 2019. Mm -hmm. It was like, uh, I was hearing about a lot of people making money during the peak season, which is holiday season. So like basically from, Thanksgiving to Christmas, it's like crazy busy for the, the whole church because everybody's buying stuff, you know? And I heard that they were doing it for Amazon. And I was like, hmm, what is this? 
you know, I started looking into it, asking more people about it. But I was still at my job at the airport. So, you know, I kind of forgot about it. Then a year goes by and then the pandemic happens. And I knew a few people that were in it by this time. One of my brothers, two of my brother's friends actually were actually driving and stuff. And so, you know, then you start hearing about numbers, you know, how much they're making and, you know, all of that stuff. So it makes it kind of realistic. You know, it's not just some random YouTube video or whatever. And then uh, basically what happened. So that was the end of 2019. I heard about that season. And then. Uh, so what happened was May 2020. So right after pandemic started, I graduated college. And so I was thinking about like, man, you know, I was like, I can, I was in the crossroads, like, man, I can either go do the corporate route or I can do something like, cause you know, I finished with business so I can actually go out in the world and try something and then maybe go back to the corporate world. I don't know. So that was May. And then obviously so, everything was messed up. Go ahead. So that's like, that's, that's like a decision that's like not even domain specific. I feel like everybody encounters that to where it's like, should I get into this big machine? Cause uh, it maybe there's, there's a lot of things that come with that. There's like, depend like, you know, uh, security, um, uh, some sort of path that's laid out before you that makes sense. Right. It's not something that you have to make for yourself. There's like a lot of things that come with that. But on the other hand, you could try to do something yourself and really like learn a lot. And when you learn, that shit is painful. You're making a lot of mistakes and all that kind of stuff. But get the type of experience that you'll never get within the inside of a of some sort of big, you know, whether it's a, some sort of corporate entity or, or whether or not it's like a team. It doesn't matter what size it is, whether it's big or small or something like that. Yeah. There's a lot of networking that comes along with that. Like I've, I've, you know, I'm starting, I'm only just realizing how, how much that kind of helped just the brief amount of time that I spent, uh, inside of a, uh, uh, an association that I was doing a lot of media work for not too long ago. I was like, wow, like I couldn't imagine what 10 years of that would have done. Cause like, I learned a lot in just like the couple of years that I was there, Yeah, but you weren't even expecting, but it had no idea. Like it's really starting to come in, come in handy. But like you, you like that decision is like a thing that everybody, especially like right after school, that's the thing that everybody tries to make. Yeah. But you ended up, you ended up going, going for the, and I'm actually not surprised that you went for that route. So, so yeah, I was leaning towards that. Like I, I was like, I, so just to kind of give you perspective at that time, it was lockdown. I graduated like May 9th or 10th. That was like a, not even a month and a half after like the first lockdown. So so it was like, no matter what, nobody knew what was going on. I don't even know if I could find a job at that time, but I know damn well I didn't look for one. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Cause I was like, I'm good at my job right now. And I, I just let oh, me so see. You still, had, you still had Avis? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Well, they, they cut me to part time, and but okay. I was getting, you know, unemployment and yeah. all that stuff. So yeah. so it was like, okay, I'm going to sit back and, and wait. Let me see what, what the world is. Nobody knew what was going on. May, did you know what was going on? It was, nah, it was, yeah. it was like, we'll be back next month. Then it was like, okay, maybe June, July. And then I remember the first time I heard December, I was like, December? The yeah. Fuck? Then it was like 2021. What the fuck? <laughs> So imagine graduating at that time. Jesus. So yeah, that, that's where I was at. So I was like, okay, you know, as long, I still got my job. I'm going to see what's about to happen. But I wasn't sure about the trucking at that time. I was just aware of it. And then I stayed at my job. And okay, yeah, so that was May 2020. Then October comes and I make my decision like, okay, this is what I want to do. And I wanted to catch it right before the peak season. I was like, I'm gonna make some money real quick mm -hmm. in a month or so. So what happened was I quit my job. I was so confident in what I wanted to do. I quit my job before I even bought the truck. Cause I told myself, I'm like, all right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna quit my job and I don't care what, I'm just gonna do something. Who cares? I'm just ready to go. And I, I was ready to go. And so I, I quit and uh, some stuff happened basically I didn't get the truck I wanted. So it delayed, it delayed me like months. Oh. And, uh, you know, but I, I was okay. Uh, but I didn't get my truck until April. So that was like 
That was all winter. Yeah, the whole and winter. Then I missed early it. spring. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. So then I started working. I started doing Amazon for a few months, and then I got with this guy, and we're, you know, doing stuff for like, you know, H and M and. That's that's the, that pressure that comes with like because there's something about comfort that makes you. I made myself that uncomfortable. lulls you to sleep. There's something about comfort that kind of you'll never be the same. That that survival instinct never kicks in the way it does whenever you you have some sort of fallback or you you're like doing it from comfort of of having stable yes. income. So like you, put, I'm not sure if you consciously thought that, but like the you know it made you like it. it, it I, I don't know, but like. You can't simulate that. It, it probably definitely hurt, I'm sure, but it, it helped in ways that I, like I can't really describe right now. But I'm sure it did, and I felt it myself. Yeah. So for me, it was it. Yeah. I mean, I, I wouldn't say like I thought of it specifically yeah. that way, but for mm -hmm. me, it was like, dude, if I don't leave now, yeah, I'm never gonna like I'm gonna be the guy who's like, yo, I'm at this job I graduated five years ago, yeah. or or I might take the path that I'm like regretting. Like, what if I tr didn't try? Yeah. So it was like, if I don't leave now, yeah. I'm I'm never gonna leave. I had to tell myself, even though it probably wasn't true, mm -hmm. I just had to tell myself, if I don't leave now, mm -hmm. I'm never gonna leave, mm -hmm. and I quit. So, mm -hmm. and and yeah, it, overall it worked out so far. Nice, good stuff. And it's 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 uh, what you know is it. Is there a future that you're looking at towards where it's like you're, you're you're never behind a steering wheel anymore? You just own a couple of trucks and maybe you're delegating, or is it? That's the plan. Yeah, that's the plan. Yeah, but you know, I do I do feel like I do have to, you know, learn all aspects of the business, and before you're you know in charge of somebody or you know saying responsible for someone that's out there, so yeah, that's the goal. So you're getting like you're getting like a business PhD while you're making money. So like you're this is like a that. second this is like a second level of your <laughs> business degree because you you went to school for business. Yeah, I did. Yeah. But you're learning you're learning about what it is to kind of run. You are a small business right now. Yeah. Are you incorporated? Uh, yeah. Have you thought about? Oh, no, you, I'm I'm go, I'm going to be. Yeah. Uh, so basically, what's my the, first what's year. What's the thought there? What's the thinking there? Why are you hesitating? Do you think it's necessary? Tell me about incorporating. What's what's what would it be beneficial? So the first year. I told myself I'm just going to be an independent contractor because I like, so I didn't want to go through all the stuff of, you know, getting the LLC and having everything. It's under daunting. The, it's daunting. It's not that bad, but for me, it was just like, I don't want to do all of that. And then if this business ain't for me, I'm going to have to undo all that stuff, you know, bank accounts and this and that, all of that stuff. So, but now it's 2022. So I've been in, I haven't been in a year, but basically, yeah, I'm, I'm about to. What's the so. what's the benefit? Because it because is it like do you have versus being a contractor? Because like it, the the one benefit of an LLC is just like you're you know covering liabilities, right? You're mm -hmm. just making it so that you show yourself up on a legal stand like a legal standpoint with like any sort of business relationships. So, uh, what what's the main what's the main thinking? Because sometimes there could be like I feel like. A little bit of a status thing that comes along with like starting your own business and everything like that and putting your name on something like yeah what it, what is the actual benefit of, or thinking of wanting to do that is it just to set up the future ability to be able to hire contractors yourself or what, what are you thinking uh so the biggest thing is that like the name the brand or whatever to say you know this is this is my company mm -hmm. you know because if somebody asks you like hey you know if you let's say you want to hire somebody and then you're like okay well What's the company name? You don't have a company name or whatever, you know? So, yeah, no, no, no. Okay, I see what you're saying. So, so that's the, one. Yeah. But yeah. also, like, uh, there are, like... Legitimize uh, So you, you want to legit... So that's the number one is legitimize yourself to, so you can kind of reach out if you feel like you needed to. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I think it just, it looks better for sure. Yeah. For sure. It does. And then also, uh, there's a couple of tax things that, that do help versus the contract. For in general... It's about the same, but there's like a couple little things that I've seen that, with the LLC that I have. Oh, okay, so. I was gonna say because I would think that the I would think that the taxes would be better, the tax structure would be better being an independent contractor. Just, just me not knowing anything, but I would think that would be the case. It's more like write-off stuff. Yeah, write-off stuff, right? You think the contractor would be better than for having an LLC for write-offs? Yeah, how? Aren't you able to write off everything? Yeah, I mean, LLC, you can too. I don't know too much about that. I've only dealt with being an independent contractor, so I need to talk to a... Because you're, you're moving from a C certified financial planner to a CPA now. 
if you ever have any tax questions, you have to hire an accountant if you become if you get an LLC, right? That's a whole different I've financial assistance, I think. I think so. I, I'm not sure about that. You, you, what is your, what is your, okay, let's get into this. Uh, okay, go ahead. What are your thoughts on financial assistance in any way from like a certified financial planner? Or, or have you ever reached out to a financial planner? Like, do you even, did you even plan on reaching out to an accountant if you did incorporate? Or were you just going to try to handle it all yourself? Mm. I probably, yeah. I wasn't there yet. It was a thought, though, for sure. See? I mean, like, what I mean by I wasn't there yet was I didn't make that decision, yes or no. But I was like, okay, I'll probably need this. That's how I was thinking of it. You Okay, I think I think, I think we would definitely need it. But, like, you've never met with a financial planner? No. I guess maybe you've never... I feel like you, you always kind of, like, if you needed to know something, you'd find a way to kind of understand it. But, like, you've never felt the need to... You've never felt the need to kind of, like ask questions try to figure out anything or or there's nothing there like is so it, or as far as what like I, I mean when you say i don't know like when you say that am i asking this person like about my everyday finances or is this about like business stuff? everyday finances or it could be the independent contracting side independent i don't think there's side. much anybody can tell you like as far as like your everyday, like you make the decision to blow money or not to blow money or to save money or to not save money. Yeah. Plus like, you have your brother. Your brother is like a really big resource too, isn't he? Yeah, he definitely is. Fillmore definitely is for sure. Yeah, he does. He's he's in he's in finance, right? Yeah. What's his technical job? Uh, I mean, he's he's had a bunch of them. Right now, he's he's uh working on the IRS right now. Oh, okay. He's working on the IRS. Yeah. Me, per, me personally, it really helped having. Uh, financial planner uh, helped me migrate. What did they help you with? Helped me migrate my 401k from this like business relationship entity that was like that we were using to like my own personal uh, uh, IRA after I quit a job. And that's the and then that'll that, follow with you wherever job you go to, right? Yeah. Now, now, uh, well, I'm, I'm not 100 percent sure. I've never migrated it from business to business, but I, I wanted to do it from the business. There, they were like with John Hancock. I wanted to go to Schwab, and I only went with Schwab because she convinced me. Like, it was, I didn't know I was probably going to do Vanguard or something like that. But like that whole process was a little daunting. But uh, I remember I had some other general questions too, and um, uh, that that was like. That was like a big thing for me. And I remember I brought up the fact that I spent the, the amount of money that I spent to have that session. And it really helped me out a lot. But I remember I sent, said that to my mom and she was so mad and disappointed. <laughs> so, cause I think, cause it was like she, the rate she charged, she ended up giving me a discount cause she enjoyed the session so much. But I think her rate was like some hundred dollars an hour or something like that. And it was only for one hour. Over a hundred or about a hundred? It was somewhere around, I remember the, the, 100 being in the number but i don't okay. remember. i'd have to go back to the emails but um she looked at me and she was like to do what <laughs> i can tell you had like it was kind of like the, it was kind of like what you were saying like you just don't spend more than you have like i know how to get a bank account i've been in it my whole life i don't need this finance she was so disappointed in me she's calling me i've never heard her call me stupid before like actually called me stupid <laughs> so i was like i was wondering whether or not there's like a thing with us where we kind of like we don't understand like the huge, like, you know, if we want to go to the dentist, we're not fucking taking care of that shit ourselves. If we want to get shit done with our car, we're not going to fucking try to take care of it. We're going to a mechanic. So like, I don't understand why maybe there might be this, like, I was wondering if there was like this cultural bias against like trying to get some professional help with your finances. Dude, I mean, I, I'm not opposed to it. Okay. That's but what I was see, wondering. With me, it was just like, it was two different things. Like there's, so like you're, you're, that person can tell you about your personal budget all day. You can tell them, they'll be like, okay, tell me what uh, what you're spending on every month and whatever, whatever. But they're not going to, they don't know what's a priority to you. That's you. That's your personal decision. They can, but that's, that's part of, I think that might be part of their job is trying to really hone in. Cause you might come in talking about, I need, I want to do this, 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 but then they'll try to get you to ask, you remember formulating a better problem and like trying to figure, trying to get you to understand what you want and what your priorities are a little bit better. So that might be more like. You know, it's, 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 you know, I guess it's like a little bit too amorphous for me to really get into it, but it is more on the personal side for a certified financial planner. But I was just wondering where your mind was at no, in, in relation like, to an accountant. Cause I was yes, like, an accountant, you better, yes, like, I do think be, you need one. That's so not, that's not optional. I don't think that's why I, I think that's different. Cause I mean, that's, that's your, yeah. you know, it's a business. So okay. like, so like these people are dealing with that. You're dealing with your business 
Yeah. But this person is dealing with businesses all day and yeah. they're professional. So so I think, yeah. But I, I mean, pers- that's, that's where I said I don't really. You think it's less useful when it's a certified financial planner? I don't know. You get into the titles, bro. I don't even know the difference. Oh, that's a personal. That's that's for like your. Yeah, that's like your. That's just uh, somebody wanting financial assistance. That's budgeting. That's like wanting to just take care of financial stuff. That's like, even if it's like I want to buy a house, I want to like you know that's that's a majority of life. Like business is like a really small use case. Almost everything else is what a financial planner will help you out with on a personal level. Like yeah. whether it is interacting with your job or something like that, they'll help you out with almost anything. It, it's really huge. That's why I can't really. Pin I'm not it down. saying they're useless. Buying a house, trying to get a car, yeah. trying to figure out like you know how to structure everything. Like actually, it might make sense to have my emergency savings. So how would they account. help you buy buy a car? Explain that to me. How would they let's help? Let's say let's say you or, have or like or like honestly, the most the most important thing maybe is maybe handling debt or something like that. Like, what's the best way to kind of tackle this debt? Is it is it debt consolidation or is it getting like a no API or APR uh, credit card for 12 months or something like that? Is it this, this, that? That might be something. Or I, But I wonder if that's like its own thing. Maybe that's not a CFP or something like that. I don't Maybe know. that's like a debt debt doctor or something. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck they call that shit. But, um, so, but this goes back to our original conversation of what, what was the, what was the, crux of our yeah, disagreement yeah, it, was, it wasn't specifically personal uh cpas and account it wasn't that it was like we're talking about way back when i was here yeah or, okay yeah i'm super interested intrigued about crypto web3 cryptocurrencies the technology the possibilities for crazy returns um I mean, the, no, the, the promise of it the, the promise of it but we were talking about a lot of that stuff we were talking about specific projects that are on the super like it's risky by yeah. itself the, the asset class is risky by itself we were talking about the super risky stuff that like you know you, that like you were really like having fun with but i remember thinking to myself that like because me and you i feel like we were kind of interacting with it in like somewhat of a way that we weren't uh-huh. we're we're all ignorant but like it's somewhat weren't ignorant of it but if like more people wanted to get into it get in on it maybe it was Hanok or somebody else we, i was kind of like all right it might be a good idea to take care of like the basics first okay now emergency you're savings yeah, yeah, yeah. like my thing is in my mind there are some non-negotiables you have to have you have to have three to six months of money saved away for emergency savings like three to six months of living expenses whatever you're cost of living is extrapolate extrapolate that out three to six months that you need to have that in its own bank account dedicated to emergency savings that does not get touched and it doesn't have to be highly liquid maybe it can be an account that you can only withdraw from three or three times a month it doesn't have to be like a checking account where you can get free free withdrawals and all that kind of stuff all the time like mm-hmm. i have one with uh ally bank and i love i was trying to find a situation that had like a little bit better of a apy because they don't have brick and mortar buildings and all that kind of stuff. So they're overhead. They don't have to pay for all these like branches and shit like that. Mm-hmm. So instead of giving you 0.01% APY, <laughs> they, they give me, they give me 0.5 or something like that. You know what I'm saying? It's still okay. shit. It's still <laughs> shit, but they still, <laughs> but they still are giving me, they're giving me a little bit more money on money that I hopefully never have to touch, but it's there if I need to, if I need it for emergencies, then you have your savings. Then you have a little bit, you know, then you have your traditional savings and checkings. I think, I think I was talking about that. What were some of the other things that I felt like you needed to have? Uh, maybe, I mean, retirement nowadays feels like dessert. It doesn't even feel like it's like part of the main course. It's like, you know, that that's like, it'd be nice to even think about my retirement. <laughs> I'm not putting money away from my retirement. So it feels like kind of like out of touch for me to say, like, you need to be putting money away for your, especially at our age, like the times, then our age. Who the, why the fuck am I even talking about this shit right now when we're, you know, all relatively young? But uh, I remember you were like in the corner, body language, just rolling your eyes. You was just, this motherfucker's <laughs> over here talking about emergency savings and shit, bro. I'm over here fucking talking about Shiba Inu and shit like that. And I was just like, I was like, all right, let me fucking hear what the voice Because you, if you disagree, it's usually for a good reason. But like, how could you disagree with that? Because I feel like, I think, uh, I think. Maybe a part of it was probably I was joking to kind of piss you off, <laughs> but uh, I mean, I wasn't well, saying, tomorrow. no, I, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I do think, yes, emergency savings. That's, that's great. Like everybody should, should 
or should strive to have that, you know, three to six months. Right. But then you were talking about some, you were talking about get a Roth IRA, get a 401k, get all this shit. And I'm like, bro, <laughs> so like the path, right? I don't care what the path to get rich. All right. I'm not trying to. So like the, the, the less, the less I invest, I don't know. Like if you, if you come from nothing, bro, or just not having, or if you even middle-class, whatever, right. You live a regular life. Like you don't, you don't, and you're striving to be rich. Like, bro, I'm not trying to hear about some shit from 50, 50 years from now, bro. Like, I'm trying to make some money now. I'm trying to live comfortable now. And I mean, like, like, yeah, like you should think about later. Yeah. But if you're making, what's the, what's the average salary? Like 40 grand? If you're making 40 grand after taxes, after rent, after this and that, I think instead of having a bunch of money saved, you should invest in something. Whether it's yourself, whether it's stocks, whether it's crypto or whatever it comes five, 10 years from now, like investing is better than saving. And, and, and 401k is fine because it is investing in your future. But I was saying like, like bro, at 25 or whatever age, I, whatever, uh, this was what, two years ago, a year ago. Like, bro, I'm not trying to hear about that. Yeah. Like, I'm trying to make some money in the stock market right now, or yeah. I'm trying to make money right now. Yeah. You know? And it's, it's the, the and I, I wonder if we're trying to solve the same problem here, if we're, we're so, trying to solve two different problems. Because uh, my mind is going in a couple of different directions, but my thing is like, I feel like what I'm talking about unlocks your ability to take on riskier endeavors and assets and all that kind of stuff this is so like this is go ahead go so ahead. like so so like it might feel like i'm being conservative but i feel like if you really um if you really there's got to be an analogy here if you really take care of my thing is my thing is robin hood and cryptocurrencies and a lot of the way that we interact with stocks now is more akin to gambling than investing. Yes. And if you're gambling on money that you is closer to the money you need rather than discretionary income, then you're actually not doing it to the best degree that you can. Your relationship to that risk is a lot worse than it should be. So like I have if if I have Talk about the, if you lost the money, it's gonna really hurt. But the thing is, is even 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 watching it day to day. It could be week to week instead of day to day because it's not money. It's not it's not that money anymore. It's not the crucial money anymore. Right. And not only that, any sort of issue that arises is not tied to this anymore. Now it's tied to the emergency savings. You know what I'm saying? So like this is money that like it, it's just like I always say that if you if, if you if you can sleep at night, but if you can sleep at night, then you're not overexposed as far as like how much money you have and whatever asset or something like that. But if you haven't checked it in like a month, then you don't, you're not in it enough. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it should be somewhere so in the like range. It shouldn't, be, it shouldn't be something where you're just like, I don't even know what the fuck is it's doing anymore. Or if you're watching it every single day, you have too much in there. So like it, it it's, it's, it's like, I think if you take care of the fundamentals, then you're able to like, you're like, you know, What's her name? Sheba did a crazy thing in March and April. Yeah. Fucking headline absolutely wiped it out. Yeah. And if that was if that was crucial money for a lot of people, that you put in, then yeah. you're you're pulling out on the way out. But anybody else who was like, ah, fuck, whatever, like they just they just left it in there. And all of a sudden through the summer and through the fall, now all of a sudden you're looking at it again. You're like, fuck, this shit ended up, I don't know if it ended up outdoing what it did in March or April or something like that, but you're able to like take take volatility a lot. And she was a bad example because it's such a yeah, fucking a shit coin. Example. I'm done talking about that shit anymore. <laughs> it is a but bad like, example. But we can go on to stuff like, we can go on to Cardano, which is a layer one that I really believe in, but like- Here we go. But, it, but, but like any of the- any <laughs> Advertisement. Of the, any, of the, any, of the, <laughs> any of the Ethereum projects or anything, anything like that, if you want to talk about like, if you want to talk about, um, I mean, any, like anything, I'm trying to think of like, because I'm more doing like, you know, ETFs than anything else. I can't like the individual stocks. I couldn't really talk, speak to, but like, 
your 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 ability to kind of fuck with fuck with a lot of that shit is enhanced by taking care of the fundamentals and it's not like you it's not an either or it's like a question of priority it's not like turn out those lights and turn on these lights it's more we gotta we gotta make sure we got the we got the fundamentals taken care but of you know you have no chance of getting rich at this at that moment if you're focused on 401k and like i said i agree some emergency emergency savings like we both agree like that's a you need that 100 percent. but but, you, and then but the 401k is the part that you're going to get disgusted no i don't get disgusted i mean it's it's your choice but i just know like if i'm like heavily invested in that bro like what what, what am what am i doing for right now and we're we're, we're just going to speak for general we're not going to be talking about the person who makes 200 grand we're not going to be talking about the person we're like the average, right? 40 grand, whatever. So like, like all I'm saying is, okay, you said that you'll be, you'll be able to, to risk more later, right? If, you, if you do, if you do those fundamentals, I agree. Have but, a healthier relationship to the risk. Okay. But are you sure? So, so your life, your life changes between now and then. Mm-hmm. So let's say you say for 10 years, mm-hmm. right? By then you'll be 40. When you're 40 and you got two kids and a wife and a mortgage, are you going to be willing to take that risk? Oh, uh, so like I heard somebody that ended up changing my perspective on the amount of risk that you could take on right now. I always feel like I don't understand the circumstances that I were in or the opportunities that I had until after the fact. Yeah. But like, I think you understand intuitively something that I don't understand is that like if right now is the time to like roll the dice. Not like when you right got now, to, not when you I got like right hungry now. Time to take an L. Now, to, yes. This, this is this is how I look at. Yeah. I mean, like, like I, I don't think you should be irresponsible, but definitely, bro. Like you have nobody depending on you. Yeah. Like, like that hits different. When, yeah. Like two thousand eight, when those market crash happened. Yeah. And the people yeah. lost all their mortgages, bro. Like that, that shit hits different yeah. than me losing all my money in uh, yeah. Robin Hood today. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you got to move your family. Kids got to go to different school. <sighs> Like, bro, your whole life is upside down. And the thing is, like, it, it's, it's it affects some of the things that I'm doing right now. But like, like I remember hearing, uh, and I hate talking about any of these motherfucking influencers and all that shit. I don't want to make it seem like I'm listening to these motherfuckers. It's all good. Go ahead. It's, it's, it's putting your face. I'm embarrassed. I'm not. I'm gonna say it out loud. Whatever. But uh, but I do remember hearing Mark Cuban recently say <laughs> that. Cuban. Right now is the time to kind of really risk it because like if you really want to start a business or something like that, it's not when you have a house and kids and everything like that because then you have access to lose. I mean, you know, there there is that like, you know, limited liability is a thing for a reason. Like none of that stuff is exposed anyways. But like to the degree that you want to take on any sort of like risky financial or uh, business or corporate uh, endeavors or anything like that, it's to do it when you actually have nothing to lose. It might feel like you might need to build up some some sort of like, you know, like I, the house and all that kind of stuff, get some money before I want to do this, 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 this. But it's actually the complete opposite. It's whenever you don't have a lot of assets to your name or lots of loses whenever you really want to start that business where you really want to like get into this and that. But, uh, uh, and not only that, like you still, you're still, we still have friends and family that are like there to kind of like cushion the, the fall if something terrible, terrible happens. Yeah, of course. So like, that's another thing that I never think about either, but, um, of course, uh, but see, and then when you have a family of yourself, who are you going to lean on? Like, that's like, you know, you could gamble your future, but not, but then you're gambling. You're, you're by the fact that like you're gambling other lives and other futures and all that kind of stuff. That's where I saw, that's where I was just like, and you knew you that know, intuitively. Like, that's just, that's really interesting. Cause I couldn't, I could, I, I'm just a risk averse person. So like, that's a, that's a thing that's, that's really interesting that you came across that. Yeah. Like I can go like, <laughs> let's say I got like $200 to my name and I go to, <laughs> this is a bad example, but I go to the casino and I lose a hundred Bro, like, okay, I'm going to work tomorrow. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's a terrible example. That's a terrible example. That's, a ter- that's seaside right there. That's seaside. Like, but that's I, I don't have, I don't have a kid, and somebody really, truly, you know, relying on me, like, yeah, to to provide. So. Yeah, and I, I mean, I, I kind of, you know, I guess, I guess it's a question of goals because, like, you, you, you talk about getting rich more than I talk about getting rich. I feel like. I'm I'm talking about, you know, I guess the natural thing is just to try to beat inflation. Like that's just a normal thing. You just don't want to be, you just, 
You were shooting my shit down. But I'm talking in, about inflation. Beating too. inflation is like is like the thing that everybody's trying to do. That's just the that's just entropy. That's just like physics. Everybody's just trying to beat inflation. And normally it's like two percent. Like that's just yeah. what everybody's trying to do. Yeah. Uh, but on top of that, I guess on top of that would be building wealth. And that's like maybe a slower, more uh, you know, just dollar cost average some sort of mutual fund or ETF or something like that. Yeah, definitely and just, a 10 and, to 30 year. Yeah. That's just like, stuff, you know, yeah. there are ways to do that in a very like, you know, but, but, but then you get fucked by like current events or politics or something like that. But like, that's just, you know, uh, that's just another thing. But then like, there's this like higher risk endeavor of just like trying to get like rich. And that's where I have less to say about. Like, I don't, I mean, you know, that's just. But they all did it. Because you're all the highest. They all did it. You're though. the highest earning crypto trader that I know of. Dude, don't say that shit. <laughs> you're the that's highest. But the thing is, you did yeah. shit that I would It was fun did, to make you, that $600. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. See, now when you say numbers, great. they know it's not true. <laughs> it but, but, but the thing is, you did things that I would have never done. You did things I would, and things that I actively told you, like you were showing me, and I was like, but that's the dumbest fucking thing I ever seen. <laughs> like, and, and, then, and then it worked. So like, I, I, that's why I hesitate to kind of like, I'll tell you about like the basics and all that kind of stuff that can make a lot of that stuff even more possible. But yeah. like, but I, I, you know, of us two, based off of our risk profile and all that kind of stuff, the chances of the chances of like one of us becoming a billionaire is way higher for you than it is for me. Based because off of I'm like, willing to take more risk. because you're willing to take more risk. Like it's okay. just, it's just, you know, and a billionaire is like a risk taker. That's, that's usually either institutional money or that's like somebody who really like, really went out there and did something. Not a millionaire. The millionaire, I feel like millionaire, like maybe making six figures and all that kind of stuff. You could do that through hard work, but like bi- billionaires, like hard, hard work, risk taker, or like and some of it is luck like too. That. I mean, some, yeah, some luck, luck, like like t- luck or timing, however you view yeah, it. If, yeah. I mean, yeah, by definition, when you're taking that much risk, it, it's like luck is just inherent in that whenever you talk about risk, but like, yeah, that's so like, I think, I think there's I'm something, there's the something to be person. said for that. And it's a quality. I'm, I'm not, I don't want to make it seem like a sin. It's a little bit of a virtue as well too. But, you know, it's called a risk for a reason. So, like, I'm saying for the regular person, like that regular shit that they preach to us, like, like, how are you going to change your, your life? And I'm saying, like, I still climb, have the, climb the economic ladder. Yeah. Like, the like school is still good. As, you know, people try to go against it. Look at you. I can see your face when you're saying this. They can't see your face, but yeah. I can see your face. <laughs> school is a fucking game. Like, you, like, you don't even you don't believe any of this stuff. Like, you, no, you think I, you think you think the American dream is like the traditional way to kind of like, you know, pull yourself and your family up. The economic ladder, like, mm-hmm. yeah, is is like you're not doing it through the traditional routes. You no, just don't I'm think saying they still work. Oh, okay. but I'm saying there's there's it ain't it ain't just that. Mm. So like a regular person, bro, you know, like you, okay, us every day, every decision we make is dependent on. Damn, I ain't got enough money to do that, or I got enough money to do that. Mm-hmm. Where you, where we go, mm-hmm. what we eat, mm-hmm. what we do. And how are you? How are you going to change that? I I don't I don't have the answer. I'm just saying, this is what I be thinking about. And, and to where it's like an afterthought. To where you said that that wealth building stuff, like that's after you made a shitload of money doing whatever. Uh, that's protecting wealth. So you think I'm talking about how? That's how you protect a life. That's not how you get a lot get get a life yes. that you want. So yes. that's not that's interesting. Because bro, real estate. Okay, let me tell you this real quick. And this is this is I I came to this fucking conclusion by myself because I got tired of hearing people talk about real estate and real estate is real and it's like what the longest lasting business besides that and prostitution okay (laughs) it's like before Jesus people had real estate and prostitution but those are like the oldest businesses okay and you know it can't be created and you know I, I used you know there'd be people on here like yo do all these different aspects of real estate, uh, a realtor, you know, uh, rent out houses, uh, wholesaling, yeah. like a bunch of different, there's a bunch of different avenues investing that you can make money in real estate. REITs. I just recently found out yeah, about REITs. Yeah, you can do that through the stock market, Yeah, which is dope. But they would all say, and like people in general, I, I, you would always hear this, the richest people all have real estate, right? That's what they. You've are heard, you, ask, have you, are heard you asking this? me? Have you heard this before? 
that specifically every... specifically a billionaire that I listen to a lot, okay. the founder of Cardano, Charles Hoskinson. He says he just bought like he always talks about this fat like slab of land that he just bought with his Bitcoin because uh, he was one of the early guys in Bitcoin. But, Actual uh, land or the fake huge NFT stuff? amount of land. Okay. No, not not metaverse land, but huge amount of land. <laughs> metaverse yeah. land, a huge amount of land somewhere. And he said that like that's what. That's like the that's like the number one asset class that like billionaires go after as soon as they make a big amount of money. Like Bill Gates bought some huge plot of land or something like that because that's like the most durable. It all goes to shit. This is still going to be something that's it's, it's kind of like the gold argument. Like this is going to be worth something if it all goes to shit. So it's like a good store of value. Like it's a good wealth store of value. Way so to protect this is exactly wealth. what I'm saying. So people have this Bitcoin this this like misconception about it. So they're like always like, yo, you know, uh, all the rich people have real estate and they start showing their houses and this and that. Bro, real estate? Okay, but how many of them got freaking rich from real estate? Oh, interesting. That's the question you have to ask. Did, huh. re- did real estate make Bill, Bill Gates rich or Elon Musk or all these people? No, that's the best place to park your money. It's a that's good, what it is. It's a, so, storage, so, like what you're saying. So like, that's interesting. So you you think people are confusing a vehicle to change your economic circumstances with a, a store of value for the rich. So like you, honestly, I think somebody was just making this argument recently. That's not going to help me today, bro. That's like, what, I'm going to pay this off in 30 years or if, if I do great 10. <laughs> that's, that's actually what somebody was uh, making the argument recently about how like the stock market is actually a way for... Uh, for wealthy people to kind of protect their wealth through through the uh, actually you know what I'm gonna not go down that route because I I just listened to this argument and I can already feel like it's breaking down in my mind so I'm not gonna go that route <laughs> I know whenever I know whenever I'm starting to like at least I'm just a, every once in a while I can realize whenever I'm talking shit but uh, it was actually really interesting to hear somebody really cast some doubt on what I thought was like one of the top opportunities to kind of not get rich but build wealth the stock market and. Nobody has reliably been able to kind of like shoot that down as a as a possibility. I can understand it's corrupt. There's like things going on all the time. Yeah. I heard somebody say recently like the Nasdaq should be like a, a utility. I don't even know why that's something that's like a, not a, a nationalized or something like that. It shouldn't be a private entity. That's like a really important bottleneck for information for the world. Uh, but uh, but uh, the what do they idea mean? It should be owned by the government. The Nasdaq it. should be the Nasdaq should be a public utility. Like it, it's, I think it's, I think it's like what a private inter, inter, institute. Like like the control of information of prices of companies and all that kind of stuff and shares and everything. Yeah. Like I think John Stewart was making this argument recently. Watch the video. I'll check it out. I'll <laughs> Watch the video. Yeah. Okay. So like it, it's it's you know I I've, I'm I'm new to thinking about finance. I'm new to thinking about because we don't come from For legacy. Sure. For sure, we don't. Fi- yeah. Like. Even even like it'd be really interesting to hear this in the future from both of us. It'd be interesting to kind of hear other people listening to us and kind of like, wow, they really definitely got it wrong. Oh, they actually got it right here. They got it. They don't know what the hell they're talking about. Cause like we're trying to figure it out for the first time. And that's like that's like a big backdrop of this whole thing. We don't come from business owners. We don't come from people who understand that, like, you know, because like I, you know, I, I went to school, not school, but I was working with motherfuckers who was talking about how they like were gifted, you know, Apple stock and all that kind of stuff when they graduated high school and everything like that. And I'm like, what does that even mean? Like, that's that's <laughs> like, I don't know what that's what that is. Um, so so uh, confusing a store of value with some sort of ability to kind of chain like you know climb the economic ladder is something that like you feel like you're you're really like tuned into because real estate is a way to kind of kind of fortify wealth and not a way to kind of like take you and your family to economic freedom because like what you were talking about earlier is a way that like i kind of peeped money recently money is freedom i think i remember hearing somebody say that it's like uh it's not because you always hear in like rap and all that kind of stuff. Motherfuckers be talking about money like it's the goal, but like money is a tool for a life, for a goal, for something like that. And if you mm-hmm. think about it like that, I think it's a little bit of a healthier relationship to it. Because if if money is the goal, then more money ain't enough money. Like Lil Wayne said, there's never it's never enough. <laughs> yeah, never enough. But but if you if you're if it's to do something, if it's to accomplish something, if it's to like economically like liberate your family and all that kind of stuff, because it's like you know. Uh, I want to let my mom go to every reggae concert in North America, but like economically we can't do it because uh, we don't have the freedom to be able to do that. So like, yeah, that's, that's like, that's like a good, healthy goal. That's like a good, healthy goal. I still think it's a little fuzzy. Like it's always good for it to be like tangible, like 
uh, this is what I like, you know, I, I want to be able to do three trips a year, have a $250,000 house and have a Tesla Model Y and all yeah, that kind of see, stuff. It's good, for it to be, it's good for it to be tangible. Like, you know, go ahead. What you, go, ahead go ahead. Yeah, I know what you're saying, but it's, it's tangible. What you just said is kind of like, it's not crazy, right? You said a Tesla, $250,000 house and whatever. Like that's. You think like, I'm not ambitious enough. You, talk, no, you think my no, no, goals no. are low. I'm saying, I'm saying most people can't get that. Yeah. It's unattainable. Yeah. Uh, you got to taint. If that's what you want, go get it. Yeah. I I actually think the more, because I am, I am an artist. So I'm like super, something about me is just nonconformist. And like, I have a hard time getting into a routine and staying in a routine. But I think this world really rewards diligence. I feel like we think sometimes that we need to listen to Gary Vee and Mark Cuban and do this and that to get like risky stuff. <laughs> yeah. But I really think if you just work, you know, if you just get a job and you just work every day, you can get a lot of what you want out of the world. You might not get rich, but I really think it's possible. And now I we might be in a shit situation right now to where like gas is like $7 on the West Coast and like mm-hmm. inflation is like. I actually, I, I, there's some information that I got recently where we don't even understand inflation. We think it's seven percent, but it's actually way worse than that. Way worse than that. Yeah, I've heard some say it's like I more like 13, 14. I can't wait till you listen to this thing because there's this guy who was talking recently on this thing that I was listening to, where I could not. I'm not smart enough to know whether or not he knows what he's talking about, but it sounds like he knows what he's talking about. <laughs> he sounds very like he sound like, and I could be getting taken advantage of. But like, I think this motherfucker like is really seeing things in a way that like really complete, it's like complete perspective, like a BCAD type situation. But he's like a, he's, he's one of these guys where like self-interest kind of changes the way you talk about the things. Like what's his name? I don't want to say the name. I'll say, I'll say it later. I'll say it later. But like, uh, but, but yeah, um, uh, my whole thing is, is work hard above everything else and i'm and For i'm sure i'm starting to value I, I, that yeah i don't want to leave that out i don't want to leave that stuff diligence out. yeah yeah i don't want to because we were having a different conversation <clears throat> yeah but like yeah for sure work hard i think like yeah can, and can to not, make more money not hard but consistent that's what i that's the that's the better word not hard but just What's like difference? every day not a day or a week goes by not oh, every not every day but every business you. day like yeah, a consistent yeah, yeah. five days a week every week For every sure. year you just do that and you know you just do that I, I like i really look around and i'm like the people who like were just working the whole time that i was out here just making documentaries and traveling and like going into this job going into that job being an independent contractor they're the ones like i'm looking at now and i'm like i'm like yeah i guess just like consistently working and like keeping your head down and just working and not fucking worrying about existential bullshit and just trying to fucking make projects happen and all that kind of shit like, uh, there, you know, it, it, all of a sudden you look up, it's the, you know, Nipsey Hustle, like brick by brick, just put down a brick every single day. All of a sudden you look at a wall. So like it's some, on some level, that's why I kind of want to pull it back and talk about like the emergency savings, like the fundamentals. I got you. Like, I don't want to get too caught up in like all that stuff is there. And to the degree that you're able to interact with it, then you're like the 1% of the 1%. Honestly, like it's, it's great. But sometimes I, I think that like we're, we're galaxy branding this thing a little bit. And that means like overthinking it. And it's like, it, sometimes like, you know, my mom's in a pretty great situation. Your parents are in a pretty great situation and they just work their asses off. And, you know, they have a hard time even reading the menus at different restaurants, but they just work. So like yeah. consistent work is like, honestly, I think this world, the world that we live in rewards two things above all else. If you have a strong relationship with numbers, you could do anything you want in this world. That's number one. Number two is just consistent work, just working consistently in any domain. Yeah. So like, I, and, it, it, and, and it might, so I'm super suspicious of myself when I'm really starting to talk about like, you know, NFTs, crypto, all this shit, fucking liquidity pools and everything like that. And it's like, it's like fucking like, you know, uh, like Abiti, like just fucking, just get a production coordinator job in one of these fucking places or whatever. And then just work and then do that shit as, as like try to build up a build up all the stuff you want on the side and everything like that. But like you're really hurting yourself by like taking all these risks and everything like that and not really uh, uh, putting in consistent work and everything like that. So like 
but you know, you always value what you don't have. So like people who are in the job probably look at me and think like, man, he's really out there. Like, you know, is able to like, he has some great experiences and like he has projects that are really cool and everything like that. They, cause I've heard some of my friends talk about like, man, you really did it. Like you're, you're out here really having fun and everything like that. And you're really doing your passion. And I'm looking at them and I'm like, <laughs> It'd be really nice to have a like, like, it'd be like, it'd be really nice to like, it'd be really nice to have like a, a check next week. Yeah. Like, and, uh, and fucking like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, you always value what you don't have. If you're in a relationship, you really value like the times when you were single. When you're single, you really want to fucking have somebody in your bed with you. Yeah, so like, bro. That's, so that's a just human life. thing, though. Yeah, that's just life. Thing. But um, but uh, uh, I'm just suspicious of my own self, and like, I, I kind of think that like, you know, it's good that you have that hard work bone in you because I know you just like you're just a grinder you just always work regardless and that's 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 I just don't want you to lose sight of the fact that that's like the most important thing over everything else sure. and that's one of those pillars so like, nothing happens without that that's like, one of those pillars of the emergency savings like that's one of them like you're you're taking care of some of those like fundamental pillars that allow you to kind of like reach out into this like risky asset class or like really do these like risky things but it's really you're on another level to where like you're even starting to look at like because motherfuckers like would be brought like a pyramid scheme would be brought to some motherfuckers they'd be like wow this is a great way to get rich you're looking at like real institutional ways of making money like real estate be like nah that's a fucking y'all are tripping (laughs) so like so like that's like that's dope that you're starting to poke some holes in some shit that like even i'm like kind of like like thinking just take it for granted that like that that's actually like a good idea so like that's that's encouraging for sure but um yeah but the question everything like you know i mean sometimes i do i am like kind of like a a pessimistic you know Mm -hmm. but i'm getting better at it but you should question everything you know what i'm saying why are you doing this why are you doing that but for sure work hard and yeah like focus on making more money now like improve your skills you know what i'm saying make yourself Make yourself needed, make yourself wanted by people to mm. where they can, you know, at your job. Like those are things you can do. It ain't just what we talked about. Our conversation, that was specifically one thing, you know what I'm saying? But every, every, you know, try yeah. to improve your life. And um uh uh yeah, for sure. And I was gonna say something and I lost it. Uh you're gonna talk about how great your 401k is gonna save you when you're gonna retire you at 35 actually we can meet in the middle i think i trust capital look at the i trust capital i think it's what like a that? it's like a crypto uh roth ira so okay. it's like a tax advantage tax advantage retirement account for crypto so like you know it's like you can store money away but you know if whatever bitcoin does it does in your fucking ira so like uh oh, shit. so like yeah so like it's not only it's not only just like it's not only just like your investments, but it's, it's, you know, it's kind of like, you know, this, anytime me and you were talking about some of the shit that's happening, like I'm, oh, that's what I was going to say. The hard work, all that kind of stuff. But one thing that I don't think we do, maybe it's cultural, maybe it's like an American thing. I don't know if it's an American thing or maybe if it's like a Horn of Africa thing. I don't know if it's like a male thing what? or a generation thing, but like I've been actively trying to make sure that we like use each other to kind of like, cause like it's almost impossible for me to like know or know about a lot of different things. So I'm always trying to share and I'm always trying to tap in with everybody else and be like, cause like on some level I want to kind of be private about my shit cause I'm not always in the best shape and all that kind of stuff. And I kind of don't like, you know, being like, ah, maybe this, 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 that. Cause like, you know, you feel like a hypocrite cause I'm not in the best shape. It's a natural secrecy like secrecy like you know uh but like because i you know i always say like we all know about each other's victories but we'll no never know about each other's like losses and all that kind of stuff but like um but yeah we definitely that networking is like (laughs) it's a lot bro yeah and using each other yeah using each other's resources so like it's it's uh something that i've been trying to actively do a little bit and it takes some work and and it's kind of like an uncomfortable conversation to even bring up Cause I, I, you know, if I bring you guys something, all of a sudden I feel responsible for whatever the outcome is for you guys. So like, I don't want to push you guys too much. And like, you know, if I had to come up to you guys about like fucking claimate NFTs, like fucking in fall or some shit, like what the fuck, like I'm not putting money in this shit. <laughs> but now like that shit is trading at like fucking three thousand dollars a piece and all that kind of stuff. So like, it's it's like, uh, you know, what was it back then? Oh, I mean, you know, it was super cheap. It was like it was somewhere, it was somewhere between like two hundred and fifty dollars to like eight hundred, oh, eight hundred dollars. But like, you know, how can I come up to anybody and even myself, like come up to anybody and be like, yeah, let's spend $250 on a fucking JPEG. Like, how am I going to convince somebody about that shit? <laughs> he wasn't going to convince nah, me. Nah, <laughs> nobody. Nah, nobody. Yeah. Not, a, not a fucking person. So like, it's it's like, yeah. it's it only, you know, it, 
it's but that's just that's just a microcosm because that's like a bad example because those are just really off the wall like that's really getting into some esoteric stuff but just in general but now i'm less now i'm like you guys are grown ups i'm gonna tell you what i think is a good idea you do it you do it and if anything bad happens then you know i'm not gonna show up to lunch but yeah. you know uh but anyways uh super proud of you i'm like always happy to come up to your crib because it's always fucking nice as hell here and I feel like we're gonna do a barbecue soon. Yeah, well, for sure. Do a barbecue when song is over, I'm gonna come over and make some shit for you. Are you really so? I thought she was faking. I am. I am. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Right. So uh, yeah, uh, I guess um, to wrap it all up, uh, you know, personal finance. We're all just trying to like. I think it's useful to kind of hear two people trying to figure it out uh, from no basis of like institutional legacy knowledge or anything like that. We're just trying to figure it out through the internet, YouTube, each other mistakes and everything like that and uh the more we talk about this stuff and like you know because you can rationalize a lot of stuff in your head but like saying it out loud all of a sudden it's like fuck the 401k what do you mean fuck the 401k (laughs) so like it's like so like that shit is useful so like i love all that but uh uh, it made me second guess real quick yeah like i feel like i should be saying but 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 honestly like i I think it's kind of like you know when you come to a country you, you like you you don't understand social cues you don't understand social like you don't like you you really have to read facial language and everything like that i think me and you might be hypersensitive to like you know reading people's faces and understanding people because like you just don't understand a lot more than uh everybody else you were you were actually born here so like maybe it's not the case for you but i think it's the case for you don't take everything for granted so instead of just knowing that like real estate's just the thing to do because that's what my parents did and it's just smart and all that kind of stuff we go to like first principles and we're like wait a second why is it that actually that doesn't make sense anymore so like that kind of like not knowing ends up making you more curious maybe than most so it couldn't end up becoming a strength we're behind the eight ball because i feel like we're talking about stuff that like maybe should already be ironed out and known and stuff like that maybe like 10 years ago so like on some level i'm 10 years ago no i'm cognizant of that who knows i mean i'm i'm legitimately like you know i'll be talking about shit that like you know what's the name uh big bird will be like you know, really getting into details about some shit. And I was like, okay, well, fuck. Like, I don't know shit. Like, this motherfucker's just letting me get to the end of my sentence so he could finally say what he wanted to say because he was like, this dude's really fucking slow. So, like, that's like that. I'm really, like, you know, I'm really, like, thinking that, like, I'm behind the eight ball on a lot of, in a lot of ways. But, like, the open dialogue is, like, a thing that, I like, I really care about and I really like talking about it. Sure. And I want somebody to, like, be like, nah, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Uh... Um, but, uh, what I, I, I'll end it with like one of, one of the things, like either you could tell me three books that are like really important to you, or you could do one thing of advice that you wish Johannes from 10 years ago, like could know. And it, and it can't be by Google or Bitcoin. It can't be that. It can't be those two things. So you could either do the three books or you could do one piece of advice. So one thing I wish I would have known how long ago? Just 10, 10, years, 10 ago. years ago. So I was, let's see, 18. Oh, bro, that, okay, so we're going to speak for that time. It's the whole thing of school. Mm-hmm. I would have probably never went. To Northwest? To college, period. And Northwest was, did you do anything yeah, I went after to Northwest? Northwest yeah, I mean, I graduated eventually. No, no, no. I'm talking about, like, I know recently, but I'm talking yeah. about, did you do anything directly after Northwest? Nah, I was like on and off with school. Okay. Like BS. And okay. So you say, you saying specifically you wouldn't have went to specifically Northwest. Don't do Northwest. Yeah. I just, uh, cause I don't know. People we have, we have, they, they pressure us to do that. And then, but that, that once you get into college, like that has like a, you know, a lot of people drop out or whatever, but like that has an effect in your life. Mm. You know, it kind of ripples out. Interesting. Either good or bad, but it does. Mm. I don't think I don't think like uh, I should have made that decision, or I I don't know. I don't think most people at eighteen are ready to make that type of decision. The, like so, the, for me, it would have been like figure out what you want to do. Don't just hop in. Don't school. blindly listen. Don't blind blindly go into it. Yeah. That's um, my thing. Actually, no, I'm not going to let that go off. Let, let us go. I, do you want to get into it a little bit? It's kind of interesting because I, like, I, I kind of feel like I got lucky in that. You knew what you was going to do, though. I didn't. You, you knew, bro. You were our artist. We knew. Like, you had a talent and stuff. Oh, we knew I probably, but I didn't know. Uh, maybe everybody knew and I didn't know. 
but uh um uh i i, th- I was lucky in that, that i was going to a community college so like the time that i wasted and the money I, I wasted was very very low like if you if you get if you get pressured into but you did you feel pressure though or no i didn't feel pressured i just felt like it was like going from middle school to high school it was like think right i didn't even think do. about it i it didn't was even, just... it was just the thing that i was supposed to do okay and it was just, and it was something that was like yeah, it was just a thing I was supposed to do. And it was Missouri. It was a community college because it just, you know, I was just a very short-term thinker. I just never thought past very far into the future. I never did. I think I, I think I applied for college after I came back from my D's in the summer after I high, graduated high school. I don't even think I really interacted with, oh, I, I did apply to some colleges. I take that back. Oh, you did? Okay. I did to some colleges in Chicago, but it just never happened. But I would have wasted a lot of money and time if I would have went to that college. A lot of money. Yeah. A lot of money. And, you know, and I was like, I was like a second away from putting pen to paper at the Art Institute for, I want to say like $90,000 or something like that for two years or something like for that. For two? God. It was damn. like, that was a, that was a scam. And they were trying to tell me in coded ways not to do it and i was really close to doing it and my i could tell my pops was stuck between wanting to support me and my like a lot of my dreams and like wanting to tell me like this is a fucking stupid thing to do but like uh i'm lucky that the time that i wasted the money i wasted was at a really cheap institution like maple woods but i don't know what northwest was charging at that time it's not crazy but i mean it's definitely more than than yeah. maple woods but like 15 20 15,000 20 10,000 something like that just, you know, I just, I felt pressure, you know, to, to eventually, obviously I finished, but I don't know. I just feel like, you know, that time, that time is when you figure out hmm. or you should try to go figure out, do whatever, just go work and then try things on the side or whatever, you know, explore yeah. instead of just hopping in the system. But that, that's, that's me. It's tough because I then, think the people that you meet are, is honestly more important than the shit that you learn. So, like, I think it's important to really meet new people. And it's really easy to do that at a, at a school because a lot of the opportunities that you get are through the people that you meet, not necessarily like the shit that you actually end up learning. So I think that's super. But important. I didn't go because I wanted to go. Mm-hmm. I went there kind of a little bit like you, like I thought I was supposed to go. Didn't even think about it. I just rolled into it. I just yeah. rolled into it. And I can't even tell you that I didn't even want to. I, I'm not sure if I didn't want to. I was undecided major. I was just taking classes. Bro, it was just like. Yeah, that's got to that's gotta suck. You know? Yeah. Because it's it's hard. It's it's enough. It's hard if you know what you want to do. If you don't know what you want to do, every single thing, like waking up in the morning, all of a sudden feels like the fucking hardest thing in the world. Yeah. But yeah. Um, that's what I would give. That's the advice I would give to myself, though. I probably. That and, you know. Maybe just uh, that kind of like things do work out, you know, like don't get too uh, stressed about certain things. You know what I mean? Like I used to, like I still do, but you know, like an overthinker. So I would be up thinking about <laughs> this. Now I look back on it like the stupidest shit. <laughs> but, you know, that like, yeah, I think things will, will work out. I'm definitely more patient now. So. All right. That's what I would tell myself. All right. Dope. That's good. Well, I appreciate you, sir. Um, you know, you'll be you'll be back for sure. And we'll get into uh, whether or not Saitama made you a billion dollars or something like that. <laughs> I'll figure we'll talk about whatever is going on at the time. Hopefully, hopefully, um, you know, it's in... Asmana or something like that. Talking uh, about Saitama. Let me get some gas money for you. <laughs> Talking about Ethereum gas? <laughs> no. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, peace out. Proud of you. Love you. Thank you for sitting down. Love you too, man. And, uh, and, uh, the music and the theme song Groovy was provided by MC Color. And the links to said work will be provided in the description below. That was fun. Um, there was a lot of unexplained terms and concepts here. Uh, Shiba is a, a digital token and part of an asset class called cryptocurrencies. 
uh, crypto for short, um, also known as the blockchain. And uh, some crypto are whole databases onto themselves like Bitcoin and some like Shiba is uh, a part of a family of tokens embedded onto a specific database, in this case, Ethereum. Um, yeah, this one specifically, Shiba, is uh, what we call a shit coin. It is pure gambling with no ties to any real world value. Um, the simple greater fool theory of speculation. Uh, it's, it's basically, I bet someone will spend more on this in the future than I did. Um, other tokens and projects in the Web3 space are more interesting. If you dig in, uh, there's some reservations I have in posting conversations like this when I, for one, don't even own any property. You know, my financial life is in is less than healthy. And um, it's it's kind of like talking about playing in the NFL when I'm not even going to the gym regularly. So uh, uh, but as much as we focus on get rich quick opportunities, I think that there's a lesson in in just that, you know, what it is that we're focused on in the moment. And, you know, if I am misguided, you know, why is that? Uh, taking a step back, there's this climate of disillusionment that I can kind of hear from him and I kind of feel with normal vehicles of wealth creation. And, um, you know, I think we maybe all feel that, you know, um, and uh, hopefully, you know, in our next chat, we're talking about property management and more tangible forms of wealth. But, uh, you know, actually, I'd, I'd bet that's that's going to be the case. But uh, till next time. Peace.